At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour two of the nightcap here on VEASAN, live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Boy, it is all Golden State in game one, leading 98-72. to Started the fourth quarter on a 10-0 run. The Calgary Flames holding their 4-1 lead right now in game one of this second-round series in the Western Conference. The Battle of Alberta earlier tonight. It was Carolina in overtime beating the New York Rangers. Last time overtime was last night, I should say, overtime was needed uh, in Colorado as the Avalanche got it done. Sean over the St. Louis Blues to take that uh, lead in that series, uh, one game to none. And a gentleman who is uh, on the call doing uh, reporting there for that series and also covers the Washington Capitals for the Athletic is Tarek El Bashir, and he is in Denver. Uh, right now. Tarek, always a pleasure, man. We appreciate you jumping on. Uh, let's start with the game that you were on the call with uh, in Colorado and St. Louis. You know, the betting market, it, it is very favorable in the in the sense that they believe that Colorado is the best team. Uh, Every way you turn, they say they're the best team. Last night, did it make you more confident, less confident, or stay the same on just how good this Colorado team is and can they ultimately hoist Lord Stanley's Cup? Well, I, I will tell you guys that since uh, probably February, as, as I've been writing articles and filling out surveys and people have been asking me, who's the best team in hockey? Who's the best team in hockey? I, I, my answer has not shifted. It's been the Colorado Avalanche. Um, top to bottom, their roster has depth. It's got the high-end players. It's got good enough goaltending. Um, and I think after watching them, up close for the first time in about a month last night here in Denver, uh, that kind of confirmed my my belief that this is the best team in this tournament. Um, you know, hockey is a is a strange sport that's played on ice, and there's bounces and weird things, and you know, you, you can get goalied, as the kids say these <laughs> days. And um, for for about forty minutes last night. They were getting goalied by Jordan Bennington. Uh, he was just playing out of his mind. He was making all sorts of crazy stops. They were um, the avalanche. Uh, they, they had whiffed on a couple of slam dunk looking type goals 
Uh, they hit five posts. Um, you, you know, I, I think had had things bounced a little differently, that wouldn't have been a three-two overtime win. That would have been a five-two win. Um, they are just so so good. And you know, I, I thought Kale McCarr wasn't himself last night. He's going to be better. Um, I would be. I, you know, I would, would would love to say I'd be surprised if Colorado doesn't win the championship. But I mean. You know, I've been following the sport too long to, <laughs> to say anything with, with that much certainty, but they are the best team. You know, it's interesting, and I'll push back just slightly. I think Colorado's the most talented team. What if I say Tampa's the best team? And until Colorado beats Tampa, they're still yeah. the talent that's trying to ascertain that top perch. You know, Sean, I don't disagree with what you're saying there. I mean, I, I, you know, it's funny when people say, oh, Alex Ovechkin's the greatest goal scorer in the history of hockey. Well, you know, he's the greatest goal, goal scorer when he passes out uh, Wayne Gretzky. That's when he'll be the greatest goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I feel what you're saying. I mean, until someone knocks off the two-time champs, and I'll, and I'll tell you, I, I felt like they were, uh, they were dead to rights a couple times in the, in the <laughs> opening round. And, and they just showed that championship medal. I mean, they just know how to win those tight games. Um, you know, Sean, as a, as a former pro athlete, you know this better than anyone. I mean, experience matters. You know, being, being on that grand stage and knowing how to handle that pressure and how to focus on what you've got to do, what's going on right in front of you and not getting distracted by, you know, um, you know, things that don't matter. Uh, the lightning can do that. And, They've also got a ton of talent too. I mean, and they've probably got the best goaltender uh, remaining. I shouldn't say probably. They got the best goaltender remaining in the tournament. And you know, as the old adage goes, I mean, in the postseason, you can call it hockey or you can call it goalie. I mean, goalies play an outsized role in determining outcomes of games at this time of year. You know, it's like having a Pro Bowl quarterback. It's like having, you know, uh, a seven foot center. I mean, it just, it, you know, who, who can, who can, you know, play, play five positions. I mean, it's just, um, uh, you know, it, it's the X factor of all X factors in the tournament. Um, so I feel what you're saying, Sean, I, I, and, and they are the champs until they get knocked off, but I do feel like they are due here to just run out of gas. It's been too long postseason runs before this. Um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see if they got the stamina to make it all the way through. Um, I still think Colorado, I think this is their year. I think they've learned from these second round disappointments the past couple of years. I think they're going to, I think they're going to get it done. (laughs) You know, it's interesting because, uh, the Eastern seems to be such a deeper conference this year than the West. You know, when you just look at, especially star power, well, you mentioned Ovechkin already, you Sidney Crosby, Malkin, you still have, you know, Stamkos and all the guys in Tampa still in Sebastian Ajo with the game-winning goal tonight. Like, does Colorado not being really tested worry you? And as you mentioned, Jordan Bennington was in God mode yesterday, and especially when the Avalanche put 54 shots on goal and you only give up three, like, he was in God mode. He was 2019 St. Blue's Stanley Cup champion. Jordan Bennington, does it worry you because it seems they're so much better than their Western counterparts? And if Calgary wins, okay, that's a test. But they have not really been tested. 
Yeah, I, 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 I can buy into that maybe. You know, if you look at the Metro division in general, I mean, top to bottom, that in my opinion is the best division in hockey. And you would think that the winner that comes out of this Rangers Carolina series is going to have a really good shot just because they've been tested so much. Uh, you know, th- that said, I've, I've watched a lot of Colorado games this year. I, I feel like I catch them on TV coming home um, after covering the Capitals games. I, I was out here a month ago uh, when the Capitals uh, played them and, you know, the, they, they were down a few players and still put up a really, really good fight before losing by a goal to the Caps. Um, I, I just, I just think there's a, it, it's, it's really difficult um to, to measure what a team does in the regular season versus what it does in the postseason, especially in hockey. I mean, as you guys know, no sport changes more from the regular season to the postseason the way, the way hockey does. And I feel like the avalanche found that out the hard way the past few years, uh, you know, not reaching their potential. Um, they just, to me, feel like a more mature team just being around them here the last few days. I mean, I know they had to pull it out in overtime last night. It just feels like the pulse rate is lower. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was absolutely. And you saw year. it. I think the, yeah, the, the ass from the last two years probably lose that game against St. Louis in overtime. Yeah, yeah they, they weren't flustered. And, I mean, just look at how they came out in overtime. So, you know, they almost got goalied, right, through through 40 minutes. <laughs> they, 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 they gave up. I like they that. They got goalie. Goalie. <laughs> <laughs> I like Yeah, that. that's <laughs> I, I stole that from the kids. That's what the kids say. I'm too old to say that, but I like it. So um, they gave up a late tying goal, um, and then they regrouped. And then look at overtime, guys. They outshot the Blues 13 to nothing. Uh-huh. I mean, the Blues didn't even get a sniff in overtime. That just shows me that there's another gear the Avalanche can get to um, that other teams can't match. And St. Louis, remember Colorado swept St. Louis in the first round last year. So everyone was like, ah, the, the- at bed, three, six, five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. So, you know, um, you know, what are the comparisons between this year's team and last year's Blues team? Well, the Blues are a lot better this year. It's why they're in the second round right now. But last night's game score... You know, score, you know, notwithstanding, because it was a one-goal game that was decided in overtime, it felt a little like last year's series because it really wasn't as close as the score indicated. The, the Avalanche were the better team for, you know, a large portion of it. They just got, you know, um, they hit five posts, and Jordan Bennington made, you know, three or four really, really good saves. Well, speaking of scores, <laughs> Calgary's now up 6-2. to two. To chuck in the guys are making a statement tonight in the Battle of oh Alberta. Goodness, yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. 
Uh, I have a suggestion, and I've told Tim this often. I haven't really said it on there. That I think can <laughs> make really the this NHL a lot more exciting. <laughs> and you tell me what you think about this. We got about a minute and a half left in the playoffs. The winning team should be able to select one player from the losing team and add them. The caveat being they have to remove someone on their current roster. I give you the floor. (laughs) Sean, that's the craziest thing I've heard um, all season, but I kind of like it. Yes, right? I mean, add add, over, add a Vetchkin to the Panthers. The Panthers right you now. know, add Crosby or Malkin or whoever you want to the uh, Rangers. You know, we add Austin Matthews to the Lightning. I mean, this is high drama. You know, I, 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 I like that idea. But you know what? Something that, that's kind of bounced around in my head for years and years and years that I've never quite understood and it bugs me is the trade deadline. I, I you know, I, I wish teams – we're able to, I mean, I understand why it's in place, but I wish teams could add up until they got into the, let's make the trade deadline closer to the beginning of the playoffs. Maybe make it the you know day before the playoffs begin. I like it. Um, uh, you know, just kind of thinking outside the box a little bit. I, I just feel like that last month of the season, how many times do we see a team that kind of fades a little bit and it just needs a spark or, or it suffers a, a good team that suffers a key injury and now they're dead in the water going into the postseason. I, I just wish that, you know, there was more flexibility and, and they could make ads up until up until the, the tournament begins. Now, I, I think, again, your, your idea is crazy. Tark, Tark, we, we got to yeah. run. We'll let you get back to watching these games. Continue the great work on TNT. I got him excited. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you, Tark. <laughs> There he is, Tarek El-Bashir. Catch him on TNT during the Av series. It's the night. Learn more. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Keep it rolling here on the nightcap. Thanks to Tarek El-Bashir from The Athletic and on a TNT broadcast of the Avalanche and Blues series. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Boy, uh, I didn't see this one coming. I thought the Warriors, like I said, I, I didn't have a bet side or total. Was, uh, was about to play the total under and then started to see the movement towards the over. I backed off. Obviously, that would have been a play. I did play Spencer, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie under, which was a loser. So, got to figure out ways to uh, get back in the win column here. Yeah, I uh, saw this coming from a mile away. Well, then you really shouldn't have played pre-flop Dallas Mavericks. Well, this is game one. I know, but yeah. you, you realize yeah, odds shift. That's right. why I didn't play. So, I did put a little today on the Celtics to win the series at plus 120. And I didn't put anything. And I said it on the show. I didn't put anything on the series. Now, in hindsight... I should have stuck to my guns and thought the Heat would take care of business in game one over the Celtics. Um, but today I, I went in and took a little on the Celtics at plus 120. But this, I'm not going to make uh, an overarching, you know, a, a sweeping proclamation on on the Mavericks here. Uh, I do still think, now it's easier to say after the Warriors win, I still think the Warriors will win this. I think the Mavericks will make this a much more competitive series here, Sean. But... Um, I think both series go seven. I really do. I need to see more from the Mavs. And I, I have – and look, I, I was saying it against 
the Grizzlies, right? On mm-hmm. this show. I I wasn't fully I'm not fully bought in on this Warriors team. So if it went seven, I wouldn't be, you know, blown away. I, I just I do get worried. Steve Kerr's a better coach than Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd's getting better. Uh, but Steve Kerr's been here before. I think the the tweaks that he can make, I think this Warriors team is much deeper than the Mavericks, but like I said earlier in the show, and I'll continue to say, I mean, the ultimate trump card is Luka Doncic. You can make a very strong argument, Sean, with, I think, little resistance that he is the best player remaining in the NBA playoffs. So, uh, I don't know about the little resistance. I wouldn't say that Luka... I don't know that I would place Luka above Steph. Right now? Yeah. I mean, all time, of course. No, I mean, it's not a lifetime achievement award. I'm just even saying right now. Luka had a great second round of the playoffs. Luka is now in the Western Conference Finals. This is his first time as far as I can remember being on this platform and stage. So I can't give him credit for doing anything on this platform that he hasn't done yet. So that alone would keep Steph in front of him. Because I've seen Steph come through on this platform. You know how I am about this with, with, with I guys. I, I got to prove it. I, I, I think Luka's super talented. But if Dallas gets swept, then he falls right back to where he was pre-flop as far as where he ranks in the world. Which like, is still a it's top 20. Oh, come on. Sean, stop. Right now? If yeah. they get swept. Yes. No, nah, Luka's top 20. Stop. You can't move. If they, if they lose, and listen, I bet them to win, so I believe in Luka and the Mavs. I'm not saying I agree with this, but if they lose to the Mavs, you can't put Luka – ahead of LeBron and KD and Kyrie and Anthony Davis and all these guys. I mean, Joel Embiid's done nothing. I don't have Joel. Joel Embiid's top 22. Him and Luka, but in that same group. You, you have to have a top five. Yeah, you do. So who's in your top five? Right now is Steph, KD, LeBron. I mean, look. Kawhi, even though he didn't play this year, he's still there. Like it's just, Giannis. Giannis. That's what I was missing. Giannis. Yeah, like the guys that have won it. You don't get usurped until you win it. I mean, I, I think that's fair to say all time, but as of right now in the current game, I mean, I think you have to recognize what Luka is. Yeah, he's super talented, young player. First team All-NBA. He's I a mean, super talented look, young player. Look at his surrounding cast. Jalen Brunson, it's Spencer Dinwiddie, First of all, Davis don't, don't, Bertans. Don't, don't down talk Spencer Dinwiddie because he flew over your underplayer sure prop. Put well done. Good, good job, Spencer. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, when you look at this, this Golden State team, it's not like Steph is playing with a bunch of stars. I mean, Clay's had one game in the entire playoffs where he looked like Clay Thompson. I mean, Otto Porter didn't do anything in Washington. Andrew Wiggins didn't do anything when he was in Minnesota. I mean, I think Draymond Green is probably one of the most overrated guys in the NBA. I'm just telling you, I think if Draymond gets drafted anywhere but Golden State, I don't know that he even makes an all-star team. Okay, but he got drafted to Golden State. He did. He's the first ballot Hall of Famer. I know, but what is, what, what's his stat line tonight? But, it doesn't, mean, but you, you have to understand. I'm just saying it's not like this is the KD Warriors. Like, it's not like this is the Kevin Durant Warriors when Kevin was with I'm tr- I'm trying Steph. To, I'm trying to understand your point. Well, because you're saying that, like, Luka has such a deficiency from a teammate standpoint. Yes, the, war- the Warriors are better. I don't think so if you go player for player. Then you made a bad bet. Why? I took the Mavs. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand how you can look at the Mavericks and, roster. And that's. I just named the guys. Who? Who am I? Who am I underselling? 
I mean, Draymond Green in 2022, he's not a great player anymore. All right. I'm just saying. We're, we're not going anywhere on this because. Okay, what is Ke- what was Kevin Looney? He starts. Kevon and- Looney? Kevon Looney. I mean, Andrew Wiggins. It's not like he was this great player. He was a throw-in in the trade. I mean, Otto Porter Jr. He wasn't he- a throw-in in the trade. He was traded for D'Angelo Russell. Head up. Right. People were trading contracts. They weren't even trading guys that they necessarily thought could take them. The anyway. Warriors just moving contracts. The Warriors got a, a pick and got rid of D'Angelo just, Russell. They're moving contracts. I mean, Jordan Poole looks like he's going to turn into and develop into something elite. I mean, he had 19 a night. And I'm not saying the Warriors don't have a good team, but I'm saying I think I believe in the Mavs, you know, guys a little bit more than you do. I think Finley Smith's a really, really good player. I do. I think Dinwiddie's a really, really good player. I said it when they uh, the Nets got rid of him two years ago. Mistake. I think they had Jared Allen and Dinwiddie with KD and Kyrie and decided that wasn't good enough. That might be the dumbest like breakoff of a roster that was ready to win right there. How good Jared Allen ended up being in Cleveland. Just saying. All right. You enjoy your, your Mavericks there and your top 20 Luka. Luca's top 20? That's not an insult to say he's a top 20 player in the world. By the way, it's 6-4 now. Edmonton just scored again. What a comeback this would be. All right. Um, I don't, is, is me saying Luca's a top 20 player an insult? I mean, guys in the back, help me. Aaron, I mean, Nick, Oliver, I mean, by the way, Taylor. Our guy, our, guy, is, our guy SMG on Twitter just said Draymond is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Don't think so. I will bet you any dollar that you have – in a wallet right now in your bank account. I absolutely think he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. And a lot of it will be because he played with Steph and Clay and he's going to TNT as soon as he finishes. Look, I I don't... And people like Draymond. They do. It's like... It was like the debate of Eli Manning. Can you argue, should he be? I don't know. Will he be? Yes. He will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Eli Manning will be. Absolutely. Draymond Green will be. Yeah. And also you have to remember. I didn't say he wouldn't be. I know. And you also have to remember the Basketball Hall of Fame is the easiest Hall of Fame to get into. I mean, everybody gets into the Basketball Hall of Fame. I mean, I think I might be eligible in a couple years to get in. Um, We will see, though, uh, how this this series unfolds. But uh, Golden State wins 112-87 to uh, over the Mavericks tonight. Uh, Luca 20 points, Jalen Brunson 14, Spencer Dinwiddie 17, and uh, just a dominating performance really from start to finish. Up 10 at the first quarter, 9 after the sec- uh, at half, and then came out, uh, ran away in the third, and then had a 10-0 run to start the fourth. So never really an opportunity. Second half, Warriors covered as well. Uh, under does come home in this one with, with pretty relative ease uh, as this game Close to 16 and a half late movement uh, towards the over. There was late movement, though, Sean, towards the Warriors. There were some sixes out there uh, as this game closed. It got down to five last night. I think it stayed five overnight and then ultimately got uh, got to six. Yeah, the guys at the uh, cigar shot were all on the Warriors. I mean, they had them first quarter, first half for the whole game, and they were all on Golden State tonight. They thought this was just a terrible spot. Well, both teams that went seven and played on Sunday came out and got beat up pretty good mm-hmm. uh, in game one. On for the different road. reasons. Yeah. Yeah, for different reasons. Because Boston, to me, seemed ready to play. Like, they seemed like they were over the Milwaukee series, but they didn't have two starters. It's not anybody left in the playoffs. If the day of the game, they lose two of their starters, that it, that's even remotely the same team. 
So it would have been like Golden State showing up today and Draymond catches COVID and Jordan Poole can't play because his foot's hurt. Like, this is significant. Like, Horford and Smart, it's not like, you know, these were two bench guys. I mean, they, they, they play major minutes for the Celtics. Yeah, and we'll see how with Marcus Smart likely returning, uh, what that will mean for the Celtics I want to see what Jimmy Butler forward. does with the NBA Defensive Player of the Year on him. Be a lot of fun. 41 yeah. points last night for Jimmy Butler. Five career postseason games of 40 or more points. Zero in the regular season. Right now, Miami, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. 112 to 87, the final score. Out in the Bay Area, Warriors up one game to none in the Western Conference Finals over Dallas. Game two will be on Friday night in San Francisco. Six to four, Sean. Good Lord almighty. Calgary and Edmonton. We got a little football news today. We'll discuss what it means for the NFC East. Stick around. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Draft like no other, wine like no other. Play free during the the PGA Tour with the Mayomi Dare to Play Unrivaled Golf Series. Enter five free contests to take your shot at at a share of $25,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Mayomi. That's M-E-I-O-M-I. Now to join the action, Mayomi, flavor forward. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Well, if you wanted goals, you're getting that. Yeah. In the uh, first game of this Western Conference semifinal, the second round, semifinal, however, they call it the second round, so I'll call it the second round. Calgary. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. Please go in. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh, man, This game is unreal. I have Edmonton. I thought I was dead in the water at 4-1. Yeah, you bet all the dogs. Yeah, I bet all four dogs. And I need to win this to have a profit. Yep. I would have been really cruising if the Rangers would have laid an egg. Oh, this is tremendous. These people may not go to work tomorrow in Calgary. Like, they take this thing serious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like soccer, like in, in... England or, or somewhere like that. <laughs> Come on, Edmonton. I just want to see the memes that I can gain from the faces of the people was, in the crowd in Calgary. And it was Dreisaitl who was questionable. Yeah. Uh, He's battling a high ankle sprain. Reed Wilkins last night said he'll play. He won't be anywhere near 100%, oh, but he'll yes. play. Oh, they got another breakaway. Please make it 6-6. Six, this six. is, I mean. <laughs> I told you, but now they're playing. Did you not hear me ask Leon this? And this is what I, I read this. This is what I told you. If they just play this game, because they are so talented. Mm-hmm. You're talking Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Evander Kane. Like, they got guys. And stop trying to be like this fundamentally sound, like perfect hockey team. They can beat everybody. Mm-hmm. They have as much offensive talent as Colorado on their first two lines. Six to five right now. Calgary leading Edmonton. Oh, this uh, is a dream. Fourteen point seven seconds to go in the second period, folks. <laughs> By the way, uh, remember uh, my play of the day tomorrow is uh, Lightning Panthers over. Uh, that is right now six and a half, slightly juiced to the over at uh, minus one fifteen. So hopefully, for Sean's sake, uh, this is uh, there's a situation. 
uh, like this Bruin in uh, in where do they play? Sunrise down there in uh, in Florida. Oh, somewhere so, down there. So six to five after two periods <laughs> is of hockey. Is that the Calgary coach? Is this is shot? This is wild, man. Oh, Absolutely dude. wild. So, whoo, it's fun. <laughs> Six to five, uh, a this, total of this is when hockey's great. Seven goals, Sean. Yep. In that second period, so buckle up for the third period. Now we'll get zero goals uh, in the third period. Six to five, Calgary leading Edmonton. Just a plethora, plethora of goals in that period as Calgary heads into uh, into the intermission, uh, leading six to five. So we had a little NFL news today, Sean. Uh, James Bradbury uh, was released. Was it last week uh, by the Giants? And he made his decision today. Mm -hmm. He has signed with the Philadelphia Eagles. A 10-year deal, 7.5 base, uh, 2.5, I believe, million dollars in incentives. Um, You know that I like the Eagles. Uh, They are my pick to win this division. Um, You like the Commanders. We'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, but the odds shifted quite a bit. You can still get them as high as plus 275. I know because I bet it on the way into work. I was mad a couple weeks ago, remember, because I didn't get the 3-1. to one. I was a little I was a little annoyed, uh, and then I was like, I'm not missing out on 275. You're the, talking about the Eagles, right? On the Eagles. Okay. Uh, so we'll get to the commanders here in just a moment, but I want to I want to look at the NFC East right now. Uh, this offseason for the Philadelphia Eagles, now it's just on paper, and we've seen plenty of teams win the offseason Lombardi Trophy. Look, I'm from D.C. Uh, they they signed Bruce Smith, Deion Sanders, all those guys, and never led to anything. So plenty of teams win offseason, um, you know, Lombardi trophies. But I, I really like what the Eagles have done. In the draft, they had two first-round picks. They trade up to get Jordan Davis, and then they trade for A.J. Brown. Before I go further, do the Eagles have the best wide receiver in the NFC East in A.J. Brown? I mean, you could argue C.D. Lamb. Okay. He'll get a chance to be the number one, a true number one. Yeah. I mean, Is he better than Terry McLaurin? You know, it's kind of three guys that we're going to find out. Like, A.J. is now in a non-running back-centric system. Mm-hmm. You know, you play Tennessee, they're going to turn around and hand the ball to Derrick Henry, so those safeties are always tightened down, you know, trying to help in the run game. You know, now you go to Philly, uh, we'll find out. You know, I still think Philly's biggest question mark is not A.J. Brown. I agree. And it, it comes down to the quarterback, but let's just rehash what they've done this offseason because the defense has gotten stronger, mm-hmm. right? You now have James Bradbury on the other side of Darius Slay. Uh, they went out and signed Hassan Reddick, mm-hmm. uh, which I think was a pass rushing specialist, which I thought was a, a good a addition, solid addition. It doesn't hurt you. Um, they draft. We don't know the health, but certainly at the third in the third round, Nakobe Dean is a is a quality pickup for a third round uh, selection. When many thought he would be end of the first, maybe early second. Now, once again, we don't know the injuries, but as of right now. Looks like a, a good move. Fletcher Cox is back. Brandon Graham is back. So the defense is is solid. Offensively, first-round pick last year was Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown. I, I don't know. I think Jalen Rager at this point. He's talented. Yeah, do we call him a bust? I don't know. Uh, you've got Dallas Goddard. You've got a plethora of running backs and Miles Sanders and and Gainwell. It, it, it feels like, Sean, 
it all comes down to the quarterback play. They were able to get to the playoffs last year. They went 9-8. and eight. Uh, you know, We talked to Warren Sharp last year based off of the Vegas over-unders. Philadelphia has the second easiest schedule in the NFL. They open against the Lions. Um, you know, you can look through it. There's some certainly some winnable games. So at plus 275, Sean, yay or nay on the Eagles to win this division? This is a tough one for me. It's just, it's it's tough. I just don't know what the Cowboys are on defense. I don't know what the Cowboys' offensive line. Like, what's the quality of it? Dak's not the most mobile. At least he chooses not to be the most athletic, mobile quarterback. He has that ability. I remember back in Mississippi State, that was his greatest attribute. But he's turned into like this, I'm not going to ever lead a pocket guy in Dallas. They lost three of their guys on the offensive line. They drafted Tyler Smith, but you're not the biggest believer in Tyler Smith. Right, and that's I just don't think an overweight kid from Tulsa is going to come right to the Cowboys and, and <laughs> start for the team that's going to win the division. I think he's a developmental guy who probably needs to start inside where he has some help before he bumps outside. So I think there's some uncertainty on that line. And then on defense, Randy Gregory is a big part of that pass rush now. He's one of the reasons that Micah Parsons gets the wrong free because they've got to pay attention to where he is. Not having him, how does that impact Micah Parsons in year two? These offensive coordinators having all of this film now on trying to negate what he does well, put him in situations where he's not as good and see if he can still excel at the same level. So and you have I'm to saying remember, that to say this about you ha- Philly. You, I, I don't know what Dallas is. So when you ask me yeah. about Philly and this division, the first thing I do is figure out what's Dallas. Well, you have to remember, too, Amari Cooper's gone. Now, he was often injured. Mm-hmm. But he's gone. C.D. Lamb, you said. He gets could, a chance to be the number one. Could be the number one. We'll find out. Michael Gallup is coming off a torn ACL. He's not going to be ready to start the season. Yeah. So Gallup is out. I've always told you that one. Four, that's one position. Five weeks. As long as you have at least one legit guy, you can generally find. I mean, but I'd rather have two. Legit think Elijah guys. Moore last year with the Jets. Like, think Chris Davis. Like, guys come. You know, think AJ Brown. He wasn't anything before he got to Tennessee. Wasn't he in New York with the Jets? When I was mistaken. Isn't that where AJ Brown came from before he went to the Titans? Mm, no, he was a second round pick by the Titans in okay. 2019. Um, so you go to Philly. So by the way, and it's based on so the a plus two seventy five. The bet that I made today mm-hmm. is an implied probability of this 20, is on the Eagles on twenty six percent chance that the Philadelphia Eagles win this division. Mm-hmm. I think most people, and, and and I'm getting a little worried though. It's it's the trendy pick now. Bradbury's in. That's all Twitter could talk about him and Darius Slay together. What we're but just- a 26% chance of this occurring, a rounded up 27%, because it's like 26.7%. I feel like this division is a toss-up between Dallas and Philly, and then I think Washington is capable. I think I think Washington, and you like Washington, and I think at the odds, I could be talked into Washington. I think Washington is the most talented on oh. offense. Antonio Gibson, you got McKissick, you got McLaurin. Like, I think they probably got... Oh, come on. I'm just saying. All right, let's talk more about this. Yeah. Washington's more talented they got on the offense? Best, they got the best quarterback in the division. Do they? Yeah. Sure didn't look that way against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll let you know who that is on the other line. side of the break, oh, too. Oh, God almighty. He's not playing, Sean. 
the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it. That includes Adam Burke's daily MLB Best Bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil, he'll break down the action on the ice as well. We'll have plenty of NFL preseason coverage, not to mention... Everything you need to know on golf majors or any golf tournament, uh, that matter. PGA Championship coming up. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features the Daily Best Bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want. The cost is only $59. Be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, VEASAN.com slash spring. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN after two periods. I can't say it with a straight face. The Calgary Flames lead 6-5, to five, Sean. You're looking at an in-game total of 13 and a half. Going over? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, they haven't pulled the goalies yet. They might both go empty net at the same time. So we would need, what, two goals to get? No, three. Good. I'm, I'm very good with math. Uh, three goals to get the over here. Yeah. So eight to so five. So I have Edmonton pre-flop. So of course Wouldn't I'm rooting for Edmonton. So in a perfect world, what would happen is Edmonton would tie it at six, then go up seven six, and then Calgary would pull the goalie at some point late in the period, and Edmonton would get a. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Netter. By the way, what's the best play on the board tomorrow? Uh, you like Tampa, Florida overs. That's right. Yeah. Lightning, Panthers over six and a half. That game's going over. All right. I just I want to get back to the the NFC dis, NFC East discussion. Yeah, yeah. So I can talk you out of this. No, you can't. I already bet it. So what? Who do you think wins this division? I don't know. So at plus 275, which is the bet that I made today and the bet that is still available at the Westgate Superbook here in Las Vegas, so shop around, as we always say, at nauseum on this network and anywhere you get your betting content. I bet it at 530 Pacific, so I, I don't think I was moving the line. Right. Um, 
Now, I I do look. Here's what worries if it me was, about if Philly. it was if it was like I, I bet another team at even money today to win their division, and that was the Indianapolis Colts because I think there's a better than fifty percent chance that they win that division. That said, at plus two seventy five which, once again, is around a 27% chance to win this division, I think the Eagles have a more than 27% chance to win this division. I think arguably they're the most talented team. It all comes down to the quarterback. Is Jalen Hurts going to take another step in the right direction? And that's where I kind of concede to you. Jalen Hurts is a tough evaluation for me because, first of all, internally, do they really believe in Jalen Hurts? I think so. Like, as a human being, you can tell when you have the full support of something or someone. And if that doesn't exist, then I just don't think he's going to succeed anyway. Also, are they really trying to develop Jalen Hurts as a quarterback, or are they trying to limit Jalen Hurts' exposure to being unsuccessful or to failing? And here's what I mean. You can't win if you only go into every game with a quarter of your passing game. You can't. You're better off having it all in and saying, okay, Jalen can handle it, the rest of the guys can handle it, but we've got to have answers when people on defense ask us tough questions. And so that's the part of that that I'm not sure about, Tim, because when I watch Philly, I don't see an NFL offense as much as I see them trying to piece together something that they think fits Jalen's skill set. So if they haven't found the soft spot in that relationship and how it parlays onto game day, then then I don't really want to back them. Also, I just think there's so much more value at Washington. I mean, Philly was seven and five in the conference last year. Washington was six and six. And they if, if you think Carson Wentz is an upgrade at quarterback, Washington has pretty much the same team coming back. I'll tell you one thing. You want to talk about a team who believes in a quarterback? Or why hasn't Washington restructured Carson Wentz's deal? Well, because I think Carson— If they restructure his deal, they now have flexibility to make other moves. There's no doubt in my mind they wanted James Bradbury, but they have not restructured Carson Wentz's deal because they don't know what they're fully getting into there. You're right, and I think that's where— I actually like Washington because Carson knows what he's playing for. He's probably, he, knew, he knew what he was playing for in Indianapolis. I don't think so. I think Carson. He just got booted out of Philadelphia. I, okay, hear me out. I think Carson Wentz was delusional until he got cut in Indy. I don't think Carson Wentz at any point took accountability for what went wrong in Philly. I think Carson Wentz went to Indy under the assumption Frank Reich is my boy, I'm good. The first time he's really had to self-evaluate was when he got that call from his agent, and his agent said, hey, uh, Phillies, what, did they trade him or release him? Traded. They, they traded. Phillies trade. I mean, Andy's trading you. That's the first time he's had to sit back and, whoa, hold on, hold on. So now I think he sees it. So whatever the best version of him is, I think you're going to get it. So let me. Let and me ask- the only thing I'm saying is Philly didn't make any changes at that position. You're talking about an offense that threw 16 touchdown passes last year. 16. At least I know Washington. Now, the best quarterback on the team is Sam Howell, but he may not play next year. But when he does, you'll all thank me. So thank me later in my Drake voice. But Carson Wentz at least is an upgrade from Taylor Heineke. They're going to get Agreed. Chase Young back. If they can stay healthy, Antonio Gibson, 
McKinnick, McKissick at running back, McLaurin. Uh, they get the tight end back, uh, Logan Thomas. Thomas. I mean, so they're getting guys. He's missing probably the first five, six weeks of the season. But eventually, you know, they're getting guys back. So I'm just saying I think Washington and Philly are about equal. So I'd take the extra value on Washington. I don't. So here's what I would say. As opposed to Philly. I do not. If you take the bigger price on Washington, I don't disagree with that at all. It's a bigger price. It's juicier. I understand that. I can't. I, you can't convince me that that the, the Washington's roster is on the same level as Philadelphia's. I think the running backs are better in Philadelphia. I think the wide receivers. You don't like are Antonio Gibson? I like him. I, oh, so I, who's better in Philly? I that think, you like, I that think you the, think is better. I think the tandem of I think Sanders and, and Gibson Gainwell, are at at worst I mean, even with the Washington guys. Well, clearly, I mean, you don't go out in the third round and draft a running back if you truly believe in your running back room. Antonio Gibson, I like him a lot. He's not a true running back. He was a wide receiver in college. But if you think it's an upgrade, you do. Then isn't that telling you something about that running back room? No, it's just saying that they felt like they had an opportunity to get someone better, and they did. I don't. Do know you think budget. Brian Robinson is better? Nope, but they obviously do. They do. I, I think maybe maybe. Do they, you think Jahan Dotson is better than Devontae you, Smith? You know, I'm not a Jahan Dotson. Guy. I know. That's why. I'm, so you told me you were going to talk me off of Philadelphia. I'm trying to talk you off of Washington. Well, I'm talking you. Who's the better wide receiver core? Uh, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. I like Terry the, I like the Yami Brown. Jahan. I like Deami Brown. I, I, I like Terry McLaurin. Oh. You're really confident right now. You're really exuding that confidence. I'm just saying. Better, I, better I, tight end room. I guess I Dallas guess, Goddard. I like Logan Thomas. When he's Logan hurt. Thomas is healthy, he's, hurt. he's a guy. So I'm just I like Logan Thomas. Better cornerbacks. James Bradbury, Darius Slay, or Kendall Fuller and William Jackson. I don't think any quarterback is coming into either city feeling like they can't get any rest at night. You know, I'm just saying. I just. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that Washington wanted James Bradbury. 100% they wanted him. Well, maybe he just decided to go to Philly. No, and, and you know why? Because Washington didn't have the money. They didn't restructure Carson That's... Wentz's deal. Because they don't, they don't know what they're getting. Now, once again, I agree that it was an upgraded quarterback. No doubt. From Wentz to Heineke. I think the Eagles are a step ahead of the uh, I Washington, but I, I will not disagree. So the DraftKings odds the I'm odds. looking at have Eagles plus 190 to win the division. Which, by the way, I got it at and 275. So shop Well, around. go with your I 275. Not, I would not bet it at plus 190. Go with your 275. Yeah. I'm, I can get Washington at plus 450, almost 200. By the way, Edmonton tied it up at 6'6". I can get Washington almost plus 200 more. And I think the two teams are basically eye to eye. You want to take a cigar bet? Who bet finishes with a better record? Yeah, a little bit close to the season. Oh, come on, do it now. Nah, 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 no, somebody can get hurt. Look at Connor McDavid. He's you a already gobble. bet BYU USF. Oh yeah, it don't matter who's available for USF. They're no Blitzkrieg BYU. Thirteen point underdog. Yeah, they don't know. Maybe. No, Maybe. they don't. You, they, you don't think they know? Let me look up what the spread was last year because I know USF covered it, and that was at Utah. I mean, at BYU. Did they win, though? Yeah. No, they didn't win. USF no, I'm saying won. BYU won. They I didn't know. cover. Okay. We didn't, we didn't, I wouldn't take the points. I wasn't laying the points. We you're down on USF. I'm telling you, you better get up. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.